0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets.
1: This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine.
0: It's OBE with Arden Moore. The show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Arden
1: Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. So, uh, how's it going being homebound with your pets during this pandemic? Are they keeping you sane, keeping smiles on your faces? Let's pause for a minute. Take a little pause of a pause. Are you sort of driving your pets crazy with far too many walks and cuddle sessions? Are you unintentionally cutting into their me time? What we need, we all need, the two, three, and four-leggers out there, is a win-win to coexist happily 24-7 under one roof. Fortunately, help is here. Our special guest is a best-selling author, arguably one of the nation's top dog trainers, and proud pet parent to a pair of dogs, two guinea pigs, and a horse. Please give pause and applause to the remarkable Raquel Becker.
2: Welcome back on the show, Mikel. Oh, so good to be back with you, Arden. You're such a good friend of our families, and we we just love you.
1: Well, I just love you too. We're gonna find out what she means by the family <laughs> uh, after we pay for this show by taking this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Is your dog or cat prone to ear infections? Does your pet resist having his ears clean when they're inflamed or irritated? Are you also concerned about the overuse of antibiotics? Help is here. Zemox ear care products offer soothing relief and you'll love this part. They don't require the ear to be clean before you apply the drops. It's just as easy as fill, rub. And done. That means less touching of those sensitive ears to help create a soothing, fear-free experience. And you only apply once a day. Here's another perk. Zymox, at Z-Y-M-O-X, gets its effectiveness from enzymes, not antibiotics. You'll find these veterinary recommended products through your veterinarian, most pet specialty retailers, and online. To learn more, go to Zymox.com, that's Z-Y-M-O-X. Pause up.
0: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Obehave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore.
1: Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, on our show today is the lead animal trainer for fear-free pets pets check this site out. This is a major endeavor by veterinarians and pet professionals and they have a goal. They're taking the pet out of petrified by showing all of us how to reduce fear, anxiety and stress and all types of situations facing our pets. She's also a highly credentialed certified animal trainer and a gal with a great sense of humor and purpose. It's so nice to have you back on the air, Mikhail Becker.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm actually sitting by the fire. I have my two dogs right next to me, and so it's a very relaxing day. But I know it's been a stressful time, and I'm I'm excited to be able to help people and offer any type of advice that that can really help. And I know it's stuff I've even had to use with my own dog. So we're gonna get ready to do that. But
1: first, we have to address the elephant in the room. You ready, Mikkel? Yes. Okay. She's like, "What is she doing to me?" <laughs> <laughs> you are Mckell Becker. As in daughter of Dr. Marty Becker, America's family veterinarian. You know, I've been friends of your dad and mom for like 20 years, and, and that's got to be more than half your life.
2: Uh, yes, it is. I'm 34, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you are a Niger when I first met your folks, and uh, wow, you've grown up quite well. But uh, your dad is Dr. Marty Becker, who's written a zillion books and has more puns than I do but you
2: are not living
1: in your dad's shadow. How would you describe your relationship with your dad?
2: Oh my gosh, my dad is definitely by far one of my best friends. We talk every day. I was just on a a call with him this morning. We like to joke and laugh and you know, it's just, we're so close as a family and just what a blessing to be able to work together. And I'm so proud of my dad for starting the, the Fear Free Initiative that's just really made huge waves in just how pet care is, done for animals now and really focusing on that emotional well-being. And so it's really a gift to be able to work together, to speak together, write together. And it's just like working with my best friend. Oh, that's cool. So you
1: said you had a fire going. I'm looking here in Dallas and it's going to be 80 degrees, girl. So tell folks where you're on the Skype from.
2: Well, I'm actually in Spokane, Washington. So it's Actually, really chilly today, and it's been rainy. And so, I'm just (laughs) typical. Yeah. And it's always as much as I love the sun, I kind of like days like this where, you know, it just makes you not feel as bad for not being outside, where it's like, okay, this is like, you know, good rest and relaxation time and i work a lot from home and i love doing my walking treadmill desk so that's kind of my thing so that's my plan for the rest of the day is writing more pet articles and working out
1: now i know you have
2: a wonderful
1: uh, daughter reagan how old is she now she's 10 now oh my gosh <laughs> okay yes right. I, yeah, just, she- I what happened man okay all right and then uh I thought, you know, my dog Kona, as an ice cream Kona, was a good name, a clever name. But uh, in addition to a pug mix named Otis, you've by far got one of the best names for another puggle. Please tell us your other dog's name.
2: So my dog Bestie is Indiana Bones. <laughs> <laughs> and the name definitely fits him. He is an adventurer. He's like, he's just the sweetest dog and just has... Just this like Arab bravado about him, and kind of kind of just loves to you know find new new things, and is definitely the beagle with his nose. He definitely has that really good nose. Loves food, and you know just loves being with me. He's like one of those heart dogs, like you know that's just always kind of beside you. He's he's my. He's my man, that's for sure. And and actually, he's the reason, so this is kind of an interesting thing about him, but so Indiana Bones is actually responsible in a very good way for getting me out of a really bad relationship. And um, uh-huh. it actually came down to it, and it's me or the dog decision over him. And I definitely chose my dog and good. haven't looked back. So he's saved me in more ways than one.
1: Does he uh, rock it in a fedora?
2: He hasn't yet, but I really need to get him one for sure. <laughs> That's I'm I thinking about that for his Halloween costume this upcoming year. Now you've got—I don't want to uh, slight the guinea pigs. What are their names? So we have Pumpkin and Fuzzball Fuzzy Butt, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> so that—that's credit to Reagan.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, blame it on Reagan. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, you've got one that can't fit in your house. Tell us about Chili.
2: So my horse Chili—he is just like a big old teddy bear. He's so sweet. He's very energetic. He's uh, just under 15 hands high. He's a paint the ain't. So he's basically a bay horse and just loves, loves people. So, and he's up at my parents ranch right now in Northern Idaho. So he has kind of the best place that he could be with lots of places to roam and to graze. And so he's a lucky horse.
1: All right. So let's get right into this whole COVID, Corona situation. I am so praying that people are not going to name their dogs Corona or COVID, aren't you?
2: That would be an interesting name. I uh, Yeah, I was trying to think of how, how they could do that in a good way. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, I guess.
1: I heard that Corona beer is actually kind of uh, taking itself off the, the shelves. Isn't that wild?
2: Really? I could see that. I was actually wondering about that. Yeah, that. yeah. That used to be my favorite beer of choice, but now I'm I'm not much of a beer person anymore. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So we gotta get into it. Hey folks, Mikkel Becker has a lot of good credentials and she has one of the books, and I this is one of my favorite books actually. Uh it's got a lot of great information in it. And my particular book has a lot of bent pages. She wrote co-authored a book with her dad and a stellar other team it's a game changer book it's called from fearful to fear free a positive program to free your dog from anxiety fears and phobia and i know you guys did that a couple years ago but uh we're now in this crazy situation and give us a little brief idea because dogs and cats other companions they can really smell our emotional states So we're all hunkered down in our homes and none of us, not all of us are sitting there having a party every day. So what do you think's going on in the mind of the dog, good or bad? And what can we do to kind of keep everything at a healthy level for all of us, including the humans?
2: Well, they really do. As you said, they they literally can smell fear. They can sense those changes. And even when we don't realize that we're acting different or that anything's really amiss, our pets will pick up on it. And... As a dog trainer, a lot of times I can tell how the person is doing just by how their dog may be acting that day during that session or during that dog training class. Yeah. And it's really they're paying attention to our body language, our movements, the inflection that we use when we're talking, and even those chemical signals in our body of uh, stress. They can even sense things like the different smell of sweat when we're under stress versus, you know, when we're happy and relaxed. And So one of the best things that you can do for yourself, and ultimately for your dog and for the rest of your family, is to really devote yourself to that self care. And I know, I know, as a mom, it's difficult because sometimes we feel guilty for taking that time away, or you know, it's like it's sometimes you can get in that mode where you're always serving, you're always doing, and. And really, the best way that we can really help ourselves and help other people is to make sure that we are actually taking care of ourselves and checking in with ourselves. And so what I would highly recommend is doing some deep breathing Mm -hmm. to even if you're not into meditation, just really trying to focus on some positives. And maybe it's a mantra that you have throughout the day that you're focusing in on. Uh, that positivity really can help a lot as well as journaling journaling is one of the best things you can really do for for your mind and it really helps you emotionally as well and also that physical exercise right now is a great opportunity to be taking your dog out on walks and to really reap those benefits of getting outside and being out with nature which can be really calming for us and help our well-being as well so really taking that time to clue in with how you're feeling and and being upfront and honest with yourself if you aren't doing okay and really seeking out that help. I think that that's really important right now.
1: But you've seen the memes out there, Mikkel, where there's a dog like sitting on the kitchen counter in a corner going, not another walk. We've done 20 (laughs) already today. So how do we hit that sweet spot between improving our endorphins and getting up and moving and not being so bored that all we can think of is take our dog out for another walk which is they actually need a little me time a little time to to snooze and be by themselves right
2: absolutely and you bring up a really great point so one concern as a dog trainer and something that I've heard from veterinary behaviorists who are already feeling very concerned about this is the idea of that doing that transition later, when people go back to school, they go back to work and they're going to be spending more time outside of the home. That's going to be really stressful for a lot of dogs and cats as well, because they're going to be going from all this time and, you know, just undevoted or completely devoted, like constant love, attention from their people. And then all of a sudden the person's going to be gone so what we want to do is we want to actually start helping our pets to make that transition and part of that is not giving them that constant attention and and also maybe even taking some of those walks by ourselves. and that gives you a great opportunity to see how your pet is doing to check in. Are they showing any signs of separation anxiety? I really recommend having something like a pet activity tracker or a video monitor that you can have set up or even just your cell phone so you can see how your pet does when you're away. Because sometimes even though they may not be destructive and climb at the door, for instance, they may be like doing excessive panting, they may be pacing, they may be really anxious and upset, and we may not even know that. So allowing our pets some of that alone time and pairing positives with us being away, such as giving them stuffed food puzzles, a really good safe chew that they can uh, devote their time and attention upon, giving them their meal during that time, or even just like when we're showering or doing anything like that, just having some separation from our pet is really going to be helpful for them. So you need to shut the bathroom door? I would, (laughs) I... (laughs) You know, it's tough as much as I, I, you know, you may love having an audience for all of those things. (laughs) Definitely, it actually is a beneficial thing for your pet to have those times of separation. And it's really going to be important for them because that really is a concern going back and starting to have those changes already where people are looking at potentially going back to work. And the more that we can help them right now during that transition, that's that's really going to benefit them.
1: I think that's really important, Mikel. Hey, folks, we're speaking with Mikkel Becker. You got to check out, she's written or helped call author six books. Check out Fear Free Pets. She is the lead animal trainer for that site and that mission. She is part of a, an amazing family of talented, committed pet advocates led by her dad, uh, Dr. Marty Becker, and she's got some cool pets at home. So we're going to learn a little bit more about what's up with Mikkel and some other things that we could do during this crazy pandemic time after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back.
0: Time for a walk on the red carpet. Of course, all behave will be back in a flash. Right after these messages.
1: Hey, pet pals. Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox Shampoo and Conditioner to the rescue! Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. It's patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most pet specialty stores, and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet <laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Marty Becker, and I'm proud to be part of Arden Moore's O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to O Behave. Here's Arden.
1: Welcome back to the Oat Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We have our friend, Mikkel Becker, on the air. And she is helping us because we are someday going to get out of our house. We will someday be able to mix and mingle with others. So one of the unexpected Things that are happening is that we can go overboard in our love and our showering of affection to our dogs and cats and other critters at home. Mikkel, in my house, we have the furry Brady Bunch. When I got married, we merged up dogs and cats. So we now have three dogs and four cats. And uh, the third dog just came. I call her my pandemic pup, Emma. She was running around our neighborhood, no collar, no microchip. And we have a pretty good uh, social networking with next door and we've contacted all the different shelters and and i know a lot of the vets in the area and here's what i think is happening and tell me if this is something you have noticed too she tested positive for heartworm she had a very high and so she's going through that whole process and i'm thinking some people are feeling like they can't take that financial burden on and she's about one years old she's like a toe How do you say that? Toy terrier mix. I can't even say toy boat. And she looks like she could have been Toto in The Wizard of Oz. So eight pounds, eight pounds. But what's happening? There are some situations where pets are being abandoned or the shelters are looking for fosters or adoptions. What about that situation? So we adopted her. We're going to pay for all her care. She's a great dog, but she's like a pandemic pup, isn't she?
2: Absolutely. You bring up a really interesting point on some of that financial hardship. And I do want to say that there are some really great resources out there in different communities where they offer medical services at a discount, or they may also offer things like those basic essentials such as pet food. So they have pet food banks, actually, in certain areas. So those are some things to think about if you are experiencing that financial hardship. And some shelters are actually willing to partner with people that are struggling financially with keeping their pet and sometimes able to offer them that support so that way the pet can still stay in the home. So I would definitely look into those things. Okay.
1: And what about uh, the fact that there are some people, one of my former neighbors from Oceanside, California, shout out to you, Jocelyn Shannon, has decided she's ready to adopt. And she adopted a three-year-old dog named Benny from the shelter. There's others that are, hey, you know what? I'm going to put my paw in the water. I think I'm going to foster. So, my friend Aaron Fenstermaker has a couple of foster cats right now. What are some of the, maybe this is kind of a, the light, bright light in good ways of this situation where shelters, you know, they need to find homes for these animals. What's your thoughts on these types of actions?
2: Oh, I just think it's so wonderful and it's so heartwarming how many people have actually taken that opportunity to adopt in their own dog or to foster these animals and to take them out of that shelter situation, which can be really stressful for a lot of pets and to have them in the home situation, that's really, really beneficial. And sometimes in some situations when a person isn't quite sure how another pet may fit into their home or perhaps how the children are going to behave around the pet a foster to potentially adopt later is a really great situation in my book, really for helping people to see how a pet would fit into their family. And right now is really an opportune time to be looking at this because people are home longer and they have more time to really devote to helping that pet to adjust to that time in the household. And just like, like with any pet that you've had for a long time or whether it's one you're just taking in, always be sure to try and set up the structure in a way that's going to be realistic and similar to what you're eventually going to have with your pet. So for instance, it can be tempting to want to spend all of our time with the new puppy or to devote all of this time and attention to the new foster cat. However, we also have to have that time, that alone time for that animal, and that's going to be beneficial for them. If they don't have that, it can be difficult for them to later have to find that happy confidence with. Having that independence and especially if we haven't set that up from the beginning so that's where actually taking that time to intentionally ignore our pets at yeah. times and actually reinforcing any time that they are being happy and independent from us so say that they're relaxing on their bed for instance rather than being right next to us that's a great thing to reinforce whatever we reinforce so if we are rewarding it with attention or a treat that's a great thing. So that's actually going to up their desire to be independent and help them to have happy emotions associated with that.
1: You know, it's a good point because I've never had a dog so small and I know there's the comment, you know, small dog syndrome. I don't want Emma to turn into a purse, my ride dog. So I say, put your big girl pants on Emma. I put a little leash on her. We're going outside and of course you can't walk that far. But you know, I think you've struck something here. Our dogs and cats are sentient beings. They do need a little bit of alone time, don't they? And they do need a time to develop their confidence.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, to feel okay on their own and to realize that it's not traumatic, nothing bad is going to happen if they aren't getting that constant love and and constant attention and especially learning that, hey, good things happen even when that person is away from me. That's really essential. So giving them their meals in those areas. I know that when we first got my daughter, Reagan's dog, Otis is a new Mm -hmm. rescue dog who has been literally in five homes by the time he was seven months of age. Wow. Yes. Wow. so He has his own share of different issues that we've worked through. And one of which is some pretty crazy separation anxiety. And one of the things that we did with him from the very start was helping him to be more independent at mealtime. So starting to put his food further and further away from us and eventually back in inside of an open door uh, dog kennel. And so eventually you started to have this like happy, eager expectation to be able to go and be alone in that area rather than mm-hmm. that kind of panic. And so giving him that, giving him different chewies that he can enjoy on his own. And those are all very, very helpful for building that happy confidence.
1: I really like that story. That's a very good idea. So tell people a little bit about Fear Free Pets. I know I shouted out about it. People, please go to fearfreepets.com. There's lots of articles, videos, lots of things, and they're all researched and validated by veterinarians, certified animal trainers, and veterinary behaviorists. But tell us a little bit about how people can get some help during this crazy time through Fear Free Pets.
2: Yes, absolutely. So Fear Free Pets is our our website for veterinary professionals, dog trainers, grooming professionals, and we have some great research on there and great information. And then for any pet parent who wants to find more information on how they can train their dogs or get any behavior help, we actually have some information related specifically to COVID-19 on fearfreehappyhomes.com. And on Fear Free Happy Homes, it's all free. So and it's all vetted information that has been vetted by veterinarians, veterinary behaviorists. And we have everything from different types of entertainment that you can do with your dog or cat in the home to keep them happy and occupied to dealing with different issues such as separation anxiety or perhaps your dog being a little bit unruly on leash. You'll find some really good tips on there.
1: All right. Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you, how are you doing? I know you're using probably Zoom and other things to be able to engage with people that matter in your life. And is there a way to do any kind of virtual play dates for Otis and Indiana Bones with their favorite other doggies? Or what what, what sort of things are happening?
2: You know, well, my dog's definitely their favorite people of all are my parents. So we've been doing lots of different Zoom and FaceTime calls with them. And I think that that's an interesting point on the doggy friends. I think that that's an area of frustration for a lot of social dogs. So Indiana Bones, for instance, he loves every person, loves every dog. And for us, one of our struggles has actually been helping him to not get frustrated and to be okay with not being able to go see some of his favorite people or favorite doggy friends. And I think that's one thing that we'll probably see some that comes out of this whole situation is... Those animals that are really social, who have some frustration built up during this time when they really can't go see their friends in the same way that that we would want to as well. I know
1: your dad and mom are on the Zoom. Do your dogs, some dogs do, some dogs don't. Do they actually kind of perk up their ears or look at the screen? Do you think they can kind of figure out they're hiding somewhere in the house or what's their response when you guys are doing a call?
2: I would say the Indiana Bones is somewhat indifferent, but Otis oh, is one of those, <laughs> those dogs that he loves watching TV and he always perks up when he hears my parents on the line or my my brother Lex and so he does get excited and and I do feel like dogs have an understanding of different voices and even different barks because with Otis for instance so Otis is our rescue has been in five different homes and right he has some, um, one of our issues we've been working with him on is dog reactivity and even human reactivity. He's always been very nervous at the start until he gets to know someone or gets to know that dog, like feeling comfortable around them. So we have to work with him on not barking at other dogs or people on leash. And mm-hmm. he's made a lot of progress, but one area that's typical for him is when he hears another dog bark, even on TV, that's one kind of trigger for him that kind of will set him off. And okay. it, But it's interesting because any of the dogs that he knows he will hear their bark on the phone or anything like that and he doesn't bark back he doesn't get aroused he doesn't get upset but if it's I'm on the phone with somebody else and it's an unknown dog that definitely upsets him so I do think that they for sure can tell different voices and different barks
1: so how do people find out a little bit more about you Mikhail Becker what's the best way we can track you down in a good way and, and get some of the other great information that you have
2: so i would recommend going to fearfreehappyhomes.com and you'll find lots of great information on there and i've written a lot of different blogs on there and have some good videos up and some that we've i've done actually just recently with both indiana bones and otis that are on that site and facebook for me and any social media that's that would be perfect
1: okay that sounds good we do wish you well and i'm so glad to hear your voice And I'm so glad to hear that you're doing really well. Folks, this is a gal that's a game changer in the field of pets. And so keep watching her because every year you just get better and better.
2: Oh, thank you so much, Arden. It's just always such a pleasure. It's really a treat for me to be able to talk to you.
1: (laughs) All right. And uh, I also want to do a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the Wizard of Paws. And if you go on my Facebook page, Arden Moore, now, or his, uh, Mark Winner. He's taken care of this stay in place time and just wrote a new song. Mark, I know you're listening. Please tell our listeners the name of your song. It's called <laughs> Say It to My Face. Say It to My Face. So tell people what inspired you to write this during this wonderful pandemic time.
0: Because I have a studio in my house, so I can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> don't well, have any May experience. as well be productive.
1: It's a great song, guys, and I want you to take a listen to it too after the show. Please, as Mikel Becker has mentioned, dash over to FearFreeHappyHomes.com. It's a great place to give you great information to make this time and beyond the best for you and your pet. So until next time, uh, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, Behave!